All right, what's up, guys? It's another episode of the VTF podcast. Um, here with me as a guest, I have Albert Bradley, coming from you from Arlington, Texas. Graduated from Sam Houston High School. Continue on his education from TCC and uh, graduated in 2017 with uh, from UT Arlington with a degree in business. And um, his entrepreneur entrepreneurial. Um, uh, project or you know job if you will is the founder and creative director of overrated clothing um welcome to the show ah thank you thank you thank you for boosting me and you kind of know all my life story i'm scared <laughs> who do you work for but you what do you tell them what you work for whoa, whoa, <laughs> clap whoa, back real whoa. quick whoa. yeah that was too much too much don't put me on blanks like that. <laughs> but um Tell them a little bit about yourself, uh, other than what I, what I've already told you, uh, your upbringing, um, how you got into fashion. Okay, well, basically, how I got into fashion was more so of my grandma, which I call Granny. So mm-hmm. whenever y'all hear me say Granny, I'm talking about Grandma. Yeah. But so my Granny, pretty much, me and her would go to every thrift store in Fort Worth, and we'd find any item, any any pair of pants, any pair of shorts, anything. If it had the slightest bit of potential, we would purchase it and we would change whatever we didn't like about it or, you know, or utilize what we liked about the item. And being able to purchase something that you pretty much didn't like from the beginning and then change, make changes to it and end up loving that piece, that just kind of brought interest to me. And I've been interested in fashion ever since and kind of it just kind of took its own life from there. Like you like being that creative, like being able to customize certain pieces. Yeah, being able to customize pieces, mm-hmm. being able to, you know, create something that you actually love, you mm-hmm. know, like from something that you didn't, you know, maybe you kind of liked it, but uh, I don't like how this fits right here, or I don't like this material, and being able to change that, mm-hmm. that's, it was just very interesting to me, and still is, of course, but yeah, okay. that's how I got into fashion. Okay, um, that's, this is a good transition into um, a newspaper article that um, I, I came across that was on March 30th of 2016. Uh, the UT, UTA newspaper called the Shorthorn. Um, the title, the title of that of that article was "A Student Entrepreneur Balances Classes with Building a Clothing Brand." Um, the name, quote unquote, overrated, which has a negative connotation. Notice the word is used for someone or something that is making an impact on society in some way. He hopes to do that with his line and live up to his name. Do you still feel do you still feel the same towards um, your your clothing brand now or, or how, how has it changed or has it, has it been how it has differed throughout the years? Yeah, I, I mean I still feel the exact same as I did before, but overrated is definitely growing with me as a person. So um, like different views that I have, you know, now, you know, you'll see that in overrated in the upcoming collection. So I feel like overrated is kind of like a it's like a trial and error. Mm-hmm. It's kind of more of an open book. Yeah. You know, it goes based off of something that I've been through or something just you'll you'll see there's like actually let me explain this one shirt that I made so there's this one shirt that's actually it's kind of it's a 3d it's it sounds corny on but just wait till y'all see it so it's a 3d box that I learned how to make at an architecture firm with one of my friends and it actually has my actual hand coming out of the box you know like it's my actual hand so if it's ashy a little bit don't you know, I wish I put some more oil on, but it is a little ashy when you see the shirt. But, so it has my hand coming out of the box. Um, actually, my first week of UTA, um, my car got totaled. Mm. Um, a student ran a stop sign and hit me, 
and I had to have an x-ray and blah 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 it was worst 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 experience ever I thought I was like oh my god I'm not gonna make it I'm not gonna make it I don't have any transportation <laughs> yeah, 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 to, get yeah. to get to UTA yeah. like I'm coming from TCC like this is too much this yeah. is too much so I got um, my x-rays done yada 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 and that's actually inputted my actual x-rays are inputted into that box wow. on that shirt you know like so it's I can't wait for you to see everything and then there's you know like it's everything it goes based off of my job that I had during in college mm -hmm. during college and you'll see some of the I just can't wait so yeah. this is, you would say this next line definitely has a reflection of yourself in definitely it. definitely okay. you can see you know like you'll probably wonder like why did you put that there but Everything has, everything a, has a big Good. reason. Everything has a purpose okay. in this collection. Yeah. So great, 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 great. Um, continuing on with that with that uh, newspaper article, um, the manage, a management junior at the time named Carrie Decay heard about your line before even meeting you, and she says, "I quote: It has a Kanye West like vibe." How do you feel about that quote, man? How do you feel about that comparison? Oh gosh, uh, that's a boost, and I love Carrie, mm -hmm. by the way. But that's that gives me anxiety, actually, now that I think about it. Mm. But uh, it makes me feel great, honestly. But, you know, at the time, it probably, you know, like, I probably felt like, I don't even remember, I don't even remember that quote. So hearing, <laughs> hearing that quote now is just like, wow. Mm -hmm, she, mm -hmm. she knew about Overrated before, she you know, you, before yeah. she met me. That's crazy to know. Mm -hmm. That's crazy to know. It's, it's I'm, I'm excited for this collection. It makes me excited, you know, like, that's why I do it. And it's in something so small, you know, you think it's so small and then you wonder like, how did this person find out? And you really wish, like, I wish I would have asked her, I'm, I'm going to text her after this and go. ask her how she knew, mm -hmm. you know, like, how did you find out about yeah. Overrated before? Like things like that just blow my mind. Mm -hmm. um, you did say your inspiration for uh, your, for Overrated clothing was, or into fashion was definitely your granny. What drew you into fashion specifically? Specifically, as in you would say, the celebrities and the rappers and everything and okay. just the um pretty much you already know Kanye West mm -hmm. that pretty much drew everybody in but as time went on um my inspiration started to go more towards actual designers yes more, you yes. know more so so we can mention like Virgil Kirby from Pierre Moss um Samuel Ross from A Cold Wall you know uh Kim Jones so my inspirations to fashion kind of would be towards those people and researching mm -hmm. those people and kind of doing more actual fashion, fashion research, mm -hmm. which, you know, of course, Kanye was, you know, does, but he's more, you know, the celebrity, the all around, you know, rapper, the go -to. You know, that's, that's, you know, where yeah. everybody goes to, but mm -hmm. you're going to get something that everybody else is not getting. If you're focused on, you know, a different spectrum, a different spectrum. Yes. Exactly. So that's, that's kind of where that, where I'm at if that makes any kind of sense. Mm -hmm. It does, it does. How would you say uh, throughout uh, the years, you know, when, when would, from what I remember, was it 2015 or 2016? No, 20, when was it that uh, you, you, you created uh, over in clothes? When was it an idea? An idea was definitely during my June, was it my, no, it was definitely my senior year of high school. So I'm over here saying be, years, and I'm like, wait. So that would definitely be <laughs> 2011. 2011. Oh, my so gosh. So it was 2011. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is it weird really, saying yeah, that? Yeah, that's weird saying yeah. that. I feel yeah. ancient. But it was 20, 2011. Um, 
I was with my friend and we were legit looking for names and looking through the dictionary and I don't know how in the hell we came up with overrated, but I didn't think it was going <laughs> to honestly think a name that we really thought about was overthinking. Mm-hmm. Oh God, I'm glad we didn't choose, choose that, that one. <laughs> but, but yeah, like we literally definitely looked through the dictionary and mm-hmm. thesaurus and <laughs> came up with overrated was like the word I highlighted every single time I seen it. And that's what I went with. But <laughs> you're, you're just glad you didn't yeah, choose I'm just overthinking. Glad, I'm just glad I didn't choose overthinking. But yeah, I, I, I even forgot the question. But what was the question? What, what, uh, what, what, I even, oh, uh, when, how did you, uh, um, when did, when did, oh, yeah, you when did about, overrated yeah. start? Yeah, yeah. So overrated started in 2011. Um, it just started for me and my friend looking up, looking up names, mm-hmm. figuring out, because, you know, it started from nothing. It started from me just saying, man, I want to. Legitimately, you want to start something. Yeah, I want to start, yeah. I want to start a, a, a clothing line, mm-hmm. so-and-so. And honestly, it was something that wasn't as popular yeah. around that time. Yeah, yeah, So it was, it was, it was sort of hard to find information, you know, so I kind of went into it just head first. Yeah. Okay, let me go to this print shop, you know, so Googling mm-hmm. the closest print shop to me at that time. So went into a print shop and kind of learned from there, you know, just kind of, kind of snowballed. Mm-hmm. But like I said, trial and error, definitely for sure. Um, can you explain the, the creative process that you, that you go through when you're coming up with the line or coming up with, um, a, a, a collection? I, I do notice that with each, uh, you, you don't just do, you come out with a shirt. You don't just come out with, this is what I'm selling now. You come up with the actual collection. There's multiple um, apparel that's coming out. Um, Correct, true. Can you, can you talk to, to us about your creative process during that? Oh, my creative process is definitely something that is ongoing. And it's not something that I kind of, I don't think I ever carve out a time to say, this is my creative time to where I'm going to work on this mm-hmm. collection mm-hmm. and this collection only. It's kind of all around. It can happen while I'm at work, you know, and yeah. something just like comes in my brain. And I'm like, oh, I got to write it down right now. Yeah. I have to yeah. write it down right now. So I guess actually, so once I, once I feel like I've collected enough data or I've collected enough ideas mm-hmm. to implement into a collection, that's when a collection comes out. Okay. Does okay. that make sense? The idea so comes first before your Yeah, the idea, okay. the ideas yes. definitely come first and they don't all come at the same time. Yes. You know, like. I can think of a shirt tomorrow and then I can postpone the collection coming out because mm-hmm. I really want that shirt to come. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's just my creative process is all over the place. Definitely. There we go. I am so sorry. That can be edited. That's on mute though. <laughs> but um, let me um, take us through... Take us through A Day in the Life of Albert Bradley. Yikes. Okay. Day in the Life of Albert Bradley. Um, let's do a weekday. We'll do a weekday. So my current position is um, a senior management analyst for the Department of Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. So basically managing regional directors that are in control of 23 states. Um, it's kind of weird, but uh, saying that, okay, um, I'm developing strategies for, you know, to protect the nation and yada, yada. Like, just even hearing that out loud is nerve-wracking. So, 
Yeah, but that is what I do. You sound like a superhero. Day. You sound like something out of an action movie. Definitely not a superhero. Definitely, <laughs> definitely don't want to be a superhero. I did not want to be labeled that. Yeah, definitely don't want to be labeled that. Kind of something, it was an opportunity that just kind of came up, yes. you know, from LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. That's why I recommend everybody create a LinkedIn right now. Mm-hmm. Don't stop listening right now, but, you know. Definitely make podcast, that make that a priority. Make a LinkedIn, for sure. That's a... That's number one. Number one advice to anybody. Mm-hmm. What? So what do you do? So you, you, oh, your job. Yep. Uh-huh. So we'll basically develop strategies for the nation, like I said. Yeah, so yeah. it can be from the border. It can be from the disease center. It can be from the homestead. It's pretty much everything mm-hmm. in the world. You know, I would have to deal with on a daily basis. Yes. So um, any anything. Pretty much like so it's more of a my days for at work will be more of a kind of how do what do you what do you call that what do you call that when you um when something just pops up sometimes it's just kind of like a yeah my job is very spontaneous so mm, if something happens feet, like yeah, yeah it's a, you know like you have to be pretty much on your feet because it's like i said it's this what we oversee is just the central zone which is the 23 states and we have to whatever's going on in those twenty three states. We have to attend to, which you know there's something yeah. going on all the time. Yes. So, yes. do you have your own team that you that you that you're leading, or are you a part of a team that that's doing that? I have my own team that I'm leading. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's it's very uh, it's definitely difficult, especially when you know the whole team is older than you in age. You know, mm-hmm. so yes. it's hard to earn that respect and. You know, you kind of have to go, you kind of have to use the leadership, you know. That's why I've been reading a lot of leadership yes. books and everything lately. Never thought I would ever read a leadership book in my life. Mm-hmm. But um, definitely been reading a lot of leadership books lately. And it helps you kind of approach different, it helps you It helps you learn how to approach different people, you know, because someone older than you. you Adapted have, personality. You, you know, you know like, yeah, you yeah. have to. Somebody, somebody different in age, you know, twice mm-hmm. your age, you're going to have to approach them differently yeah. for them to view, you know, from for you to be able to lead them per se. Yeah. So things like that at the beginning were very difficult for me. as So that's when I started doing research. Like, how do I get these people to listen to me that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they're in different states. Like, you know, why are they going to listen? You know, yeah. why are they going to listen to me? So um, what, what book is that that I'm reading right now? Um, it's by Simon Sinek. And it's called Leaders Eat Last. And so far, so good. I haven't finished it all the way yet because mm-hmm. it's still, I'm reading it right now. Yeah. But that book has been helping me a lot. And I've been adapting my leadership ways as mm-hmm. well. And I'm also even implementing that into Overrated as well. Because, like I said, I, w- I wish I would have started building a team way back when. Yes. yes when Overrated yes. started in 2011. Uh-huh. You know, I wish I would have been developing a team then and kind of, you know, learning about leadership. Even mm-hmm. in college, you know, we yes. learned about leadership. So um, leadership is very important and developing a team is as well. How would you say, because of course what you do, what your uh, what overrated is and what your job is in is totally different spectrums. But how would you say uh, your job, how does that play a role in or how does that tra- tra- transcend into uh, overrated? Or does it at all? It does, actually. Like I said, every moment, like I can, 
I can honestly look at some something can happen, you know, like at work, yes. like uh-huh. okay, the it could be something just major. So let's say we can. Mm, don't want to use that idea. Let me think of something else. Mm-hmm. Um, anything can happen. Let's just put it that way, because yeah. you know, there's lives that are you know being lost and things. So definitely don't want to use them as an idea for a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. But um, let's say anything major can happen at any time, and I can pull that from. I can pull from that experience and use that for something in the collection yes, that course. can inspire me because you know it made me feel a certain a way. certain way you know so like i said feeling not so much not so much the realism of what's going what's on what's going on as, as yeah exactly as literally but the emotion that you're feeling yeah or it could be gotcha, something gotcha. simple or it could be something simple like we got new badges so i'm looking at my badge and oh there's a color that i've never seen before that i mm-hmm. like so i need to figure out what color that is i like that and i like that you, you know like so yeah. it's just simple things like that so mm-hmm. it does transcend um and being able to kind of, I guess I can, I'm pretty good at clicking off and on yeah. with that, you know, when I need to. So Okay, that's good. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, the one thing I really wanted to get into is, um, you, we spoke about how you're planning of the day, making a list. Can you talk about a little bit about that and how important that is to you and how, how it helps you function throughout the day? Yes, it definitely, it's called a duty list that I learned from Professor Wallman at UTA. And it sounds like the corniest thing ever, but man, it'll help you get things done. If you prioritize everything that you have to do for that day, write it down, and eliminate the things that you don't have to accomplish that day. If it's not due that day, don't do it that day, mm-hmm. pretty much. That's pretty much the gist of yeah. it. And if you, if, you go through that, if you go through that and list everything that you have to do every single day, it'll game changer. And I know my friends probably are like laughing, like, boy, him out of him out of all late, people. You're late to everything, okay? But that probably wasn't on my duty list. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I had to prioritize yeah, it. Yeah, you, you never know. You never know. Going no, to no, the no. bar wasn't on my duty <laughs> no list. No feelings hurt, but you was you was you was at the bottom yeah, of that list. Yeah, you know, it just, it just probably wasn't on my duty list mm-hmm. at that time, so I didn't make it. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's 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 duty list is a game changer. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Um, with overrated clothing, how would you say it has changed throughout the years? You did mention it was it just came from an idea from 2011. We are, of course, the year is 2019. We're you know slowly get it, going into 2020. How how has it have, how have you seen it grown and changed throughout the years? What is your thought process from from then, and like how is your thought process now, creative creatively, and how do you see what the company's moving uh, or going, and what direction do you feel like it's going in throughout the years to come? I definitely see it growing tremendously mm-hmm. with the quality and everything. Like I mentioned to you earlier, I yeah. was telling you how my shirts were being screen printed, you know, across the street from my house yes. to now they're being screen printed by the same people that Takashi Murakami and Carlos mm-hmm. Brian Donnelly use for screen printing. So just that jump by itself is already just kind of like, whoa, overrated. It's being screen printed by the same, you know, mm-hmm. like by the same just as knowing these, that, as these knowing iconic that. artists, yeah, you know? Yeah. So just knowing that lets me know that Overrated is going in the right direction. As uh, far as quality-wise, I go out of my way. Like, I will postpone any date ever if something is just not how I envisioned it. Mm-hmm. You know, so if, if I'm getting a sample made and it's not correct, and I know it's going to take another three weeks for them to redo this sample, we're going to 100% redo this sample. Mm-hmm. You know, so... From the beginning, 
you'd kind of get something that you possibly didn't like, mm-hmm. and you would just kind of roll with it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, because I, I know I've had a lot of shirts that have been printed that I hate. Like little things. Like, little I, I, I kind of like, didn't want it. I kind of like, didn't want this, didn't but want since it's already you. made, I'm just going to go ahead and... Exactly. Yeah. Like, I didn't really want this. And you kind of scared, you know, when you're first starting, you're kind of scared to speak up. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. You, know, you, you feel like you're wasting someone's time. Exactly. And then they, they do this all day, so they know, they know you feel like they know what they're doing, but... Back of your head, you're kind of like, I, uh, I, yeah, didn't, like, I didn't want uh, it like this. Yeah, so yeah. so growing, being able to speak up for myself and saying, like, no, this is really not what I asked for. I kind of wanted it this way. You know, so definitely growing in that perspective. Yes. And quality perspective. And also seeing, also seeing, being able to realize that I need a team. You know, realizing that I don't, because I feel like as an entrepreneur, like, you know, we have that kind of, um, we have that, that kind of tactic where it's like, I can do that. I can do that too. Yeah. I can do it as well. You know, so you want, you want to take hold of everything because you have, you're a professionalist and you want to see, you want to see everything come out the way you view it. We did have this conversation um, uh, before, um, talking about like, you know, I was asking about your opinion on, photography about yes. your, your, your photography um taking photographs of your of your models for yes. your, your shirts and, and your collections and um i was doing that as well and i was asking you you know isn't there certain times where you kind of just want to like take their camera and and like hey this is what i want yes. because certain photographers certain designers whatever they may they do might be seeing something differently than what you envision exactly yeah. which is why i recommended you know like hey just two just cameras two, two cameras, cameras going at the same, at the same time. time yeah yeah, because, I love you know, that. I didn't. Both, I didn't even think about that, but I love that idea. Yeah, like it's, y'all are both gonna have different visions. That's just what it is. You can explain your vision to someone as much as you want to, but they're gonna. You know that photographer is gonna. If you don't see, if you don't exactly see anything physical, you're not gonna be able to like take that in. Yeah, exactly. I definitely see what so, you mean. So now that I've that I've grown, I've realized that I can't do it all. Like, there's no way. There's mm-hmm. no way overrated is gonna grow if. I sit here and try to do every single thing mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. So just learning little little things like that that I'm learning and learning how to develop a team um, just shows that, you know, it's, it's a big difference from overrated back in the day yes. where I was, you know, trying to juggle working at the mm-hmm. law park um, and going to school full time and also with my contract with Karma Loop. Mm-hmm. Trying to send out shirts every, you know, every day that they, because at that time, you know, every order, I was like, I got to ship it out today. Yeah. Like, I got to make sure. Like, it's a priority. It. Like, yeah, it's so a, this is what they paid for. Like, they're paying for you for a service. So you want it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got to ship those shirts out today. Yeah. You know, versus, you know, if I could go back, like, okay, I should have had a certain date where I shipped mm-hmm. out all orders, mm-hmm. you know, but, yeah. but, you know, when you're first beginning, you know, you're not thinking about that. You're just like, I want them to get it fast. Like the worst thing ever, yeah. you know, because that was. Well, that was first when I was getting into online ordering myself, yeah. but that wait was just horrible. Yeah. Like, you know, actually waiting for something. So and I didn't want anyone. doing everything? Yeah. yeah, and I didn't want anyone to feel that way. So I'm like, oh, overrated, it's new. Like, I can't, mm-hmm. you know, I can't disappoint. I have to get, the, you know, at least when they get their shirt, it's like, oh, this that came in fast. three days. Yeah. You know? So uh, just gro- growing in that perspective is just, you know, it's just crazy to know, like, okay, Time management, pretty much, yeah. is what you know. Like, is what I have down now, mm-hmm. and being able to know, like, okay, I need to develop a team, which is what I'm working on now. So Great. Overrated is definitely, like I said, trial and error. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I do know that you know, 
overrated clothing is, is one of the, 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 the top of the pyramid and you are, you do dabble in, in other things. Um, can you tell us a little bit, some of, of your other projects that you're working on at the moment? And, and if, if, you know, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, definitely. So a project that I'm working on, I can't say the name as of yet, mm -hmm. but as soon as my lawyer gives me the, okay, it's, it's going out everywhere. But it's going to be a nonprofit that I'm actually in works with a couple of my friends that work for the Texas Equal Access uh, Society, um, Goodwill. So they're kind of helping me. They already work in the nonprofit, mm -hmm. in the nonprofit field. So this nonprofit is basically going to be for minority minority creatives that um, possibly don't have the tools to create because mm -hmm. you know, of course, to create yeah. it costs. Yeah. It costs to create and. This will basically will run contests and things, and they'll be able to win, you know, like let's say a year supply of, you know, whatever they need to create yeah. for that year. Yeah. So that will be for them, but this, this nonprofit will not only benefit them, it'll also try to change the perspective of the parents. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like as a minority, um, the parents don't really focus on creative. Yeah. You know, anything creative. They focus on you know, life, like, like, it will not always even life be a skills, hobby. like the money. And that's one thing yeah. I, I, I know what you're talking about is the parents see is like, if that isn't going to make money, like quit putting your, your attention towards that. Exactly. Yes. Like they see no, you know, it's always going to be a hobby to them. Yes. You know, it doesn't yes. matter. Like I can tell you now, it doesn't matter how much money I've made on overrated. My mom will always think of it as a hobby. I can definitely relate to that too with my mom and my parents or my dad definitely is like, you know, being a kinesiology major and a personal trainer, hey, like, hey, that's good money on the side, but you know, like we still you want you something on that. Else. Yeah. We still yeah. want you on that medical, in the medical field. Of uh, course. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yep, and, yep. And, like, you know, I kind of met them in the middle. I kind of met them in the middle. That's why, like, you know, as you know, I'm a recovery specialist for an yes. injury rehab company. Yep. So, yeah, I'll just, like, you know, just to fulfill their happiness. Like, hey, I'm doing this. But I'm still doing, you know, VTF, the Vince Rant Fit. Still, still, still active. Still doing things on the side. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, I mean, once you, once you kind of, so basically after, so after you, um, so, so after you kind of get away from that, like yeah. once you once you stop kind of paying attention to your parents, is when you kind of start seeing you know your creativity grow. Oh, for you sure. Know, you kind of have to sure. you kind of have for to sure. detach yourself, which is you know that's a perfect way to it's, say it. It's really mm -hmm. it's really hard, you know, mm -hmm. at first. Mm -hmm. So, I know this is I know this sounds very kind of you know it's more of um what would you call it materialistic? Yes. But I really feel that if a young creative is able to win a contest and able to provide for their family. Let's say the family is in need of a new refrigerator. They're in need of a new mattress. They're in need of a new washer and dryer. Or, or what have yes, you. Yes, yeah. what have you. Yeah, so once they're able to obtain that, if they win the contest, imagine how that'll change the parents' perspective. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, my, my child was able to create something and able to provide this for our family. Like yes. we're able to wash our clothes because of mm -hmm. my child's creativity. So maybe it can help the parents' perspective change and invest in their creativity. You I know? love that. Man. So I'm really that's, excited. That's kind of that. that's kind of the goal yeah. there. You know, everything's still being worked out. You know, mm -hmm. it's a it's a it's a process for sure. Yeah. I, I love that, man. Um, yeah. I'm excited for everything that's 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 uh, is going to be able to. Everything, everything that you have in store, because everything that you've, we've talked about and everything that you've 
you know, we like you have planned it. It all sounds good, and I'm just excited. Like, how many times I've already asked you? Talk uh, about the talk about the you know what's what's coming out. Maybe oh, lately. I gotta yeah. I gotta tell y'all about the podcast, Uncommon Conversations. So it's gonna be me and three of my friends. Yes. Um, we basically we we talk every Sunday and mm-hmm. we talk about just nonsense. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that nonsense is actually kind of insightful, and we're like, yo, like we kind of. That was kind of crazy. Yeah. Like we should have recorded that. Yeah. You know, which is why we decided to go ahead and do a podcast. So this should be very interesting because all of us are totally different. In personality. And yeah, and yeah, personality and interest and everything. Yeah. So um that podcast should be coming out very soon. And also look out for a couple of events me and my friend will be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Ash. So me and her have been doing events. Well, she has been doing events. Let me rephrase that. She has been doing events since 2000 and I want to say 15. And I've always helped her with these events. And um, basically, we're taking it to the next level. We're taking it to the next level um, this year, next year. Um, so Dallas, be on the lookout. Okay. It's be, it's there we be, go. I'm, I'm excited for that project as well. Mm-hmm. Um. Thank you for being on the podcast, but of course, the the last question that I would I would re- really tell you is, uh, Albert. Now, you right now as we're speaking, what would you tell a 17, 18 year old Albert if you could if you could give them uh, some advice? Not only the for the brand, but as a person. If you if, if, if Back to the Future was a real thing, and you're you where you're going back in time, and you're like, hey, cut the BS. Like, I want you to focus on this or whatever whatever it is you have one thing to tell your younger self what would it be my younger self what would i tell my younger self oh my god that's a hard question Mm, i know i know (laughs) that is a hard question because i would tell myself a lot of things but i definitely would i definitely would tell myself to probably focus more Mm -hmm. you know i feel like i uh lost focused a lot of time, you know, but I think that's just as growing up, you know, so losing focus more so as in classes in yes. college, like I feel like I could have finished earlier since yeah. it took me so long to finish TCC. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like I just wasn't as into it as I should have been. And there was pretty much no reason why, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, I just feel like it's, you know, as I matured, you know, then I got with it. But I wish I could tell myself uh, to focus more and maybe, you know, of course, you know, it's like a woulda, coulda, shoulda, but it's like, okay, maybe you could have been here, you know, Mm. instead of, you know, where you're at now. Yes. You know, you could have been at a, you know, a higher level, you Mm. know, so I guess I would definitely tell myself to focus more, but I don't know if I would have (laughs) listened. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for taking out your time and, and, and definitely uh, being on the podcast uh, with me. Um, what are some? How can, how can they reach you? What are, what are some of the stuff that you might, you want you want to shout out? Go ahead and do some. Oh, now. they can definitely follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Overrated Co. And you can also um, send me personal DMs. You know, send me some book recommendations. You feel me? At Albert Bradley Jr. Jr. All right. Thank you. Until next time, guys. Peace. Can you go ahead and take uh, take us on the day in the life of Albert Bradley? Okay, so a day in the life of Albert Bradley. So my current position is a senior management analyst for Homeland Security. So basically what I do is develop strategies all day for 23 states. Um, 
we all kind of coordinate with each region and each zone. So I guess it's kind of developing strategies for the nation per se, which is very crazy and definitely saying it gives me anxiety. But every day we deal with um, real world real world issues and it's it's kind of you know it's kind of I hate to say this but it's definitely refreshing to kind of go on break and not have to deal with you know someone dying or some you know something so extreme because you know of course you know like I wasn't thinking of developing strategies for you know yeah the nation you know mm-hmm. like I was thinking I was going to develop strategies for Neiman Marcus yeah you know but sometimes life is just you know how life is it's just throws different opportunities at you. So this one was one I just definitely couldn't pass up. Mm -hmm. But um, being able to detach and also kind of implementing overrated and kind of, you know, like having something else to think about, having something else to focus on, on my, you know, like as my day goes on. So my day is really draining, you know, thinking about people dying and thinking about how your strategy could possibly help people and how it you know, could harm people, you know, like there's no, there's really no in between. So just to think about that all day and able to be able to get off and go into something that I love, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, overrated and being able to um, communicate with people and set up meetings after work. I know it sounds crazy, but I'll set up a meeting like an hour after work, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I know some people don't do that, but me, it's just like, it's like, it's what I love to do. Yeah. You know, it's something, you know, it's, re- it, it helps me, you know, come back to life mm-hmm. pretty much, you know, it helps me get out of a different place than what I was at work. Yeah. If that makes sense mm-hmm. in any way. But yeah, so my life would basically be developing strategies for the nation. Yeah. Um, working on Overrated's next collection. I'm, you know, I'm in collection five right now, but I'm already working collection six and seven at the same time. Yeah. So, you know, a day in my life would, really just be a lot of work now that I think about it but mm. I, I, I like to stay busy outside of work so like you know uh, waking up is there any regimen that you that you kind of follow uh, right when you wake up or anything like that that you do on a daily basis that, that you might want to uh, add or anything like that honestly I am not a routine person mm-hmm. like the it might sound crazy but I really do not I mean of course there's things that you do you know routine wise like you know like breakfast blah 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 yeah, is there you a know, same, is there something that I eat every day that like anything that's regimented, anything that's like I have to have this every like this is my honestly, my routine. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh, matcha green tea. Okay, soy, I, I did not soy, I did not see that coming. Soy I did not latte. see that coming. Okay, yep, that's exactly what it is all the time. I have to have it or I will not be able to function. The day will be <laughs> the, day, the day might as well not even happen. Mm. But other than that, honestly, I kind of just take the day. You know, like I just as the day goes. You know, but. Of course, I'm saying this now, but I probably have, you know, a million routines that yeah. I don't know that I mm-hmm. that I actually have. I got I feel, you. I feel like I'm a spontaneous person, but I'm actually probably not. Mm-hmm. But for right now, I feel like I don't really have that many routines. Yeah. I feel like I'm not a routine guy. Okay. 